Jimmy, Sean, and Andy. What's up, dudes? Hello, friends. What's up? We're going to have a little bit of a more serious episode than normal today in light of the tragedy that went, uh, occurred on Sunday last week with the helicopter crash that took the lives of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, Gianna, and the seven others who, I don't know if one of you guys want to pull up the names maybe, but um, just a terrible, terrible day. Um, <clears throat> one of those days, I think, that kind of made you stand still and stopped you in your place, and you'll kind of always remember where you were, what you were doing when you found out the news. Um, just terrible for all the families involved, but obviously, Kobe Bryant being one of the iconic players, especially of our generation growing up watching basketball, and just in general in the NBA, one of the best Lakers of all time, um, it was just... It was crazy. Still one of those things where we, we've been texting back and forth about it for the past week since it happened. Just doesn't feel real. Um, so we're going to try and just talk about how we're feeling, maybe honor Kobe a little bit, talk about some of our favorite memories and just what he meant to us growing up as young, impressionable you know, teenagers watching Kobe Bryant in the, the height of his career as a basketball player, achieving things that we saw Michael Jordan doing at the tail end of his career. He basically carried the torch from Jordan to the next generation um, and passed it on to LeBron. So, um, yeah, just still doesn't feel real. Only 41 years old. And obviously his daughter, only 13, um, and those other, her teammates, all 13-year-old girls with promising basketball careers ahead of them. It just, it sucks. Yeah, I remember when he told me, I did, we were at the at the mountain, we were at Devil's Head, and I just got done from a run and, you know, having a good time. And Pat's like, dude, Kobe died. And I was just like, Kobe Bryant? It's like crazy out of nowhere, like something like you never expected. And usually we were talking about that. Like usually when you hear the name Kobe, you don't have to ask who it is. It's Kobe. Right. right? But when it's like news like that, it's like, Jesus Christ, Kobe Bryant. Like because you you're like hoping it's some other Kobe. Right. Sorry to all the other Kobe's out there, but (laughs) it's just disbelief. Yeah, I was downstairs cleaning the basement and I pulled my phone out and I had I don't even know how many text messages and alerts on my phone. Yeah. And I couldn't even, like, I just saw, I didn't even know what it was at first. And then I, I saw it and I was like, what? Like, you don't believe what you're reading. And then you start, I started checking Twitter and checking TMZ and reading all the texts. And at that point, everything was like, Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash, still working to confirm. So you're like, oh, please let this be a mistake, which, 
I mean, either way sucks because someone still lost their life or lives. But you're like, please let it be a mistake, mistaken identity, something, and then and then it slowly starts to trickle in um, that it was the truth. And as shitty as TMZ was for posting that before his family could be notified, they're usually pretty pretty accurate with their reporting on things. So once <laughs> I checked that out, it was I knew it was the real deal. So the only I was I was live on Twitter and. Did, oh, as it was uh, happening? Like the pull refresh. Yeah. Uh, do my tweets. And the first thing that I saw was TMZ tweeted like 35 seconds before I did that refresh that Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash. And I, I waited, paused, and then thought about um, when they wrongfully tweeted out Lil Wayne's death. Um, and that was Pat, like you said, it was, you're hoping for some sort of false claim or something like that. Um, but I was sitting there waiting and I I hate to give TMZ credit for anything because I think it's absurd that a company is driven off of just breaking news, like weird celebrity news like that. So I waited until there was a... Not a confirmation, but other news outlets were reporting. Um, Incredible news outlets. Right, exactly. Um, and even then, I think I think the first one that I saw was CNN um, tweeted something about it. And then finally, went, <laughs> which is kind of crazy, um, the, the official one that I was like, holy shit, this is real, was when Woj tweeted it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Like I, I saw that right after I saw the TMZ one, and then you knew it was right. And I texted you guys after I saw the TMZ one, and I knew you two were up in Devil's Head, so I knew I wasn't going to probably get an immediate response. And it was like I saw the tweet, texted you guys, and then I think I was on Twitter for probably thirty to forty minutes just constantly refreshing refreshing yeah to to like hope that there was just going to be a tweet that like this is unconfirmed false news anything like that and it just it never came and it was a wild wild like it consumed twitter and the pro bowl was happening at the time there were nba games there were nhl games there was everything and Nothing mattered. Yeah. Well, we talked about earlier in the week when we were texting that I don't remember anything ever taking away from Super Bowl media week. Like 100 percent. Like, that was yep. backseat. No one cared about media week anymore because yep. of Kobe. And it just speaks volumes to the type of person and player that he was, because obviously his his resume speaks for itself. On the basketball court, we all know what he's done, but um, just the, the outpouring of love that people have been giving him and all these stories that you've been seeing people sharing. We saw the girl dad hashtag take off on Twitter after yeah, that was awesome. I think it was L. Duncan on ESPN shared that story, which was just another just that was in light of what happened, just a heart wrenching story and just. 
Kobe just seemed like he was a he was obviously a great basketball player, seemed like a great person, um, a great dad, a very involved, loving dad, which makes it even harder. Um, but just a global icon. Kobe was an icon. Which, Everyone knows yeah. who Kobe Bryant was. It's kind of crazy, too, that he has that reputation um, off the court like he does because for a lot of people, he was viewed as a villain. Yeah. Right. Um, throughout his career in the NBA because he was not a not really a trash talker or anything like that. It was it was more uh, I I think people love to hate like on the Boston Celtics and the Lakers, like those prime franchises um, and his rise to glory in L.A., he was that guy that could go out and just put a dagger in any team at any point. And yep. he, it's it's weird to call him a villain, but I feel like that's a pretty accurate depiction of what well, he was to other teams. Not in the sense that he was like a Dennis Rodman that was going to go and like throw an elbow in your rib or something like that. But he was just he was ruthless. Yeah, he's going to wreck your chances he, of victory. Exactly for that. The one article I sent you guys from Barstool that Coley wrote. Coley yeah, that wrote, was great. Does mixtape. He talked about that how. Kobe was like a pig in shit when it came to that. He loved to be the enemy yep. of the other team and just get under guys' skins. There's a video that I saw yesterday when Carmelo was on the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. And you've never seen Carmelo Anthony play defense so hard as he was on Kobe <laughs> because Kobe was going so hard on the other end on defense on him. And Kobe, that's... He brought the best out of everybody. He brought the best out of his teammates because he demanded greatness from them in practice. Um, all these stories have been coming out. Lou Williams told a story about how they got blown out in Portland one night. That was, yeah. And Kobe took – they all had Kobe's that they were wearing. He took all their shoes and <laughs> said, we can't have these because we suck or something like that. He, um, called, he called them all soft and so he, he called, yeah. Put. He called them soft and took their shoes. Um, That's just great. Shoes. Um, and then on the opposite, he would bring the best out of his opponents because you didn't want to be the guy that Kobe dropped 70 on or right. 60, you know, right. X amount of points that he was known to do. So it's it, it sucks because he was such a great basketball player, but it's just that part of his life was over and he was on to bigger – Maybe not bigger, but better things in his eyes in the sense that he was getting to spend all this time with his family and be involved. And and now all that's just cut short. And, and on top of that, his his wife and his uh, three other daughters, are they're left with a broken family. And it's just – it sucks. I, it I sucks. can't like – I can't stop thinking about it either. It's all I've been thinking about. And people are like, it's, it's too much. There's too many tributes. But it's just like – Andy, I think you said this. This was probably the biggest celebrity death of our lifetime. Agreed. Just in, in the in the sense of his accomplishments from being from known our perspective. From what, our perspective, and just was, for for the for the fashion in which it happened, it's just so tragic. Yeah, right. It was it wasn't like caught a caught an illness and it was right. slow. Like right. Everybody right. knows it's going to happen. This was right. He burned to death in a helicopter. Right. Yeah. Well, Alyssa, Alyssa and I talked about to that too. About. For the for the families, all for all of them involved, how terrible that is. Where it's just like, 
you know, you can't have obviously a regular wake, like an open casket to get that yeah. last goodbye. Like it's just, you saw them and then they're, they're just gone. Yep. It's just, and, that's gotta be so and hard. Then I was thinking the other day about, about Vanessa Bryan and her kids and what she's dealing through and, and how, I mean, this is just going to get harder. Those families are going to sue her and they're going to sue Kobe's yeah. estate because it was his helicopter and it wasn't properly equipped and this is just not going to go away and that has to be so I don't even know how she's functioning right now I think she could probably protect herself by going after the people who cleared them to fly going after the uh, what is it called whatever the flight the aircraft is. air traffic controllers air traffic or whatever control for, yeah giving clearance when but even LAPD that that's still there. that's still she can't she's not going to be able to let this go right. she's going to have to go it's going to it's going to for a long time her, yeah and then, well, one thing that they did is they set up a fund through their foundation. Yes. Uh, it was the Mamba on Three Fund or something like that. So yes. all the money raised is going towards the families of the crash victims. So that's right. a positive first step, obviously. Cause no, for sure. Her, I just don't think it's going to end there. Right. Well, money is not an issue for her. I mean, Kobe's no, yeah, worth... no, no. It's it's not it's not even the the, the money aspect. Right. It's, just, it's a not just, being able to start. Right. You can't, you can't start, start that closure until... exactly. Yeah. Right. Correct. It's the grimy the grimy shit that comes with yeah. the death of exactly. that magnitude. Right. Right. It's oh, and man. again, yeah, we're talking about a guy who was worth seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Right. So, I don't think talking from the player perspective, we'll ever see another player like him because the NBA has gone away from the style in which he played. You don't see a lot of two guards posting up down low with post moves trying to get buckets like like he did because he tried to emulate Jordan. And that just, you don't see that anymore. And I I don't necessarily think that that's going to make a comeback. So he literally was one of, if not the last player like that. So yeah. not they that we're a, gonna see it anyways because he was retired, but it just They showed a side by side of uh, of Devin Booker the night after he I think it was Monday night, Devin Booker had a game. And Devin Booker has very openly said even before this all happened that he modeled his game after Kobe's. Mm-hmm. He had two they put side by side he was on the right elbow and they put side by side of him and Kobe from I don't know what game Kobe was in, but it was it was almost a mirror image, um, like a high post move right at the right elbow. One was a fadeaway, and then the other one was a he faked the fadeaway like the patented Kobe fadeaway, and then went up and under like almost a a weird little euro move that it was just it was a crazy side by side, but so many. So many young players in today's game emulated their games after, you know, Kobe, LeBron, like this generation, they didn't mimic MJ or anything like that. No, they mimic Kobe. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Kobe was just such a different type of athlete as well. Well, And and that's what I meant. We won't see another player like that. Not only his game, but his his killer instinct and and his skill set. Well, not even just that. that His mentality. Exactly. The mentality and, and the commitment to the craft. So a lot of guy, any any guy in the NBA is and can shoot a thousand jumpers a day because right. that's just what you do as a basketball player. Not every NBA player is going and reading the NBA referee handbook so he knows when the referees have their backs turned and he can get away with certain things on the court. 
Uh, not that's, every NBA that's, player. That's basketball genius. Yeah. That's as high of a basketball IQ as not those. every NBA player can speak four languages fluently and um, just kind of challenge themselves in ways that that seems unnecessary for someone who's in a position that they're in. You've reached the pinnacle of your sport, of your profession. You're one of the best basketball players of all time, but just always finding a way to keep striving for more and never being satisfied. It's just, and it, and it's, and doing it all for the Lakers and going through the shitty years with your franchise only to rise again from the ashes and win two more championships. That's something that we'll never see again because guys don't, the only guy who maybe could do something like that is Steph Curry. Cause he's the longest tenured player on his team in the NBA with nine years. Right. How crazy the is that? There's to, not one player in the NBA who's been with his team for a full decade. Yeah, the willingness right to stick it out with a single organization is such, like, that mentality is, especially in the NBA, dead. You yeah. Know, there's very few players who are doing it. Damian Lillard also comes to mind, but he hasn't had yes. the championship success. No. Westbrook was right there, but he hadn't won a championship. And neither one of them are Kobe Bryant. And exactly. And Kobe right. was in L.A. and, you know, they were paying him and all this, but he, the willingness to stick it out through the, the, the bad years and to still be, you know, a model of, you know, what L.A. should be representing. Like, he was just class act through and through. If And if you ask a lot of people, they would say he's they would probably think he's from L.A. The way he treated the community and the things he did for the state of California when, you know, he's from Philly and he probably grew up hating L.A. And, you know. And then he gets drafted by the Lakers and sticks it out with them for two decades. And let's also not forget that he's part of the original Big Three, which was 1996, Kobe, Jeter, and Tiger Woods all coming up together. That was like the coming out party for two decades of dominance ah, in three yeah. different sports. And, That's a good point. Right? And there's championships, and there's success, and there's money, and there's icon, and, and all three of those guys came out together and... Uh, that's like the that's like the original big three. Ninety six was the year, and Kobe was a huge piece of that. He was, and I'm sure we'll never find out just how close it actually was. But he was close to joining the Bulls. I don't remember what year. And yeah, I remember that it was. They almost traded for him too at one point. But man, could you imagine? He want he wanted awesome. to too. He did, yeah. Right. He he, he wanted did. to come here and try and overtake Jordan's legs. Right, and that's exactly yep. who he was. Everybody is people have openly said that they are scared of playing in the shadow of Jordan and he wanted to openly go up against it and fight it and that's exactly who he was. Yep. Yeah, it's just still crazy. And then um, you know, Sean and I talked a lot about on the drive home last weekend how it's very unfortunate because he had become such an open and powerful advocate for women's basketball mm-hmm. and women's yeah. sports in general. And you could see, you could see Gigi's like life laid out. You know, the reports came out. He filed the trademark for Mambasita a month before all this stuff happened. She was going to go to UConn. Yep. She was going to win that like three or deal. four national titles. Then she was going to go to the WNBA and she would be the, Kobe Bryant of the WNBA and and now it's just all and and her and those other teammates of hers too um you know they obviously they're all playing for that team they all have the same type of potential that she had and 
Uh, we'll never get to see it. Um, and I think the craziest thing is you look at it, like to me, he was so committed um, to helping her fulfill that dream. Like he built the Mamba Sports Academy for her. Right. So she had like a, a gym to play at and they had a team that they could put together and compete. And it's just, man, it just sucks. It does. Yeah. And and it, and it, look at how this is affecting us who just grew up as fans of Kobe Bryant. Like to all the people involved, I can't even imagine. No, and and because that's because all the the accolades and sports and whatever aside, nine people lost their lives in an right. insanely tragic way that that seemingly didn't necessarily need to happen and probably shouldn't have happened, and it just. Well, I know it you sounds so weird, but death is just so final. There's no, it, yeah, you don't come back from that. That's it. Not well, that, not that this but, matters at all. I just saw a tweet. They're starting to investigate the crash, and they said they met, they were about 20 feet away from clearing the mountain, which is like so minuscule and in helicopter yeah, movement, helicopters yeah. and planes and things like That's that. It's like, like a little bit more of an upward trajectory, and they're good. So, well, and you see like the little details that are coming out and you obviously you can't jump to conclusions, but there's just so many things that factor into it to where it's like they they just it feels like they shouldn't have even they taken off. Have been the, a, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. The weather was bad. They didn't have full clearance. The helicopter didn't have the terrain alert system. Right. And and the thing that sucks, too, is I don't I I don't think Kobe would ever try and pressure anyone into flying. But I just feel like the fact that Kobe Bryant's name was attached to the plane, that there's like an implied pressure to try and get him to where he's going. Be like, it's Kobe Bryant. It's it's a celebrity. Yeah. So it's just it's it just sucks. sucks too. We're yeah. talking about it. it's like okay, imagine like for the other families too. It's probably just like badass. Kobe Bryant's gonna give us a lift. Well, and this right. was regular for LA. them too. Yeah, right. another point now. Like you know, they don't think anything of. It. They're like, oh, we've done this. 20 times already probably right. such a sweet hookup right well that, <laughs> yeah. awesome we, we talked we Kobe. were talking about this i think on championship sunday how cool it was that like how cool would it be if kobe was your aau coach as a women, yeah. like a girls mm-hmm. basketball player you're learning from kobe bryant on a date and then little did we know yeah and that's another thing too champion in the women uh, women's basketball, women's sports in general. Kobe was huge. He said that there was multiple women who were ready for the NBA now, he believed. And he said that, you know, one day there are going to be women who can play in the NBA and compete. And he really put them on his back. I mean, there's, there's like so many stories of him who, uh, his interactions with WNBA players in Europe and things like that, of him teaching them stuff and him giving them that mentality. And he just, he believed they could do it. So... No, no one else has spoken out for women's sports like that. No right. one of Kobe's magnitude, anyway. No. So. The best quote that I heard, and it, like there have been countless ones and countless stories. Um, the best quote that I heard was actually from that video that I was just watching when we first joined the Skype call. It was ESPN's little montage that they put together, um, and there was a quote at the beginning of the video, and it said, "Why all the tears." And they go on to explain like what he meant to LA and everything like that. And then they go, uh, the tears are not from losing someone. The tears are from the fact that we got Kobe Bryant. Like we had the opportunity to witness him as a human, as a basketball player. And that's what the tears are coming from. 
And I thought that was just very well put because obviously his life is cut short and eight other people's as well. But it's it's more of a look back at the legacy that he left and it's going to continue to grow uh, because of that. Um, it's just it's a crazy, crazy, sad situation. But his that legacy will go on forever because of mm-hmm. because of what he did while he was here. And it's not because he died, it's going to continue. He would have done the exact same thing and his legacy would have gone until he was 90 years old. Um, but I think it's going to continue the exact same way as if he was right here because of what he did and the impact that he had on so many people. Yeah, that's very well said. You know, we're... It, we're, it's just sadness knowing that his story wasn't finished, but yeah, we all should consider ourselves lucky for having having witnessed Kobe Bryant be Kobe Bryant. Right. Because there's only, there'll never be another Kobe Bryant. There just won't. Just like there'll never be another Jordan or another LeBron. These once in a generation players, you know, they come around once every 20 years or so. Right. So it's good to appreciate them while we have them. Did you guys read the Tracy McGrady thing? Which like one? T Mac said that Kobe would regularly say he wanted to. Yeah, die he wanted young. to die oh, young. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that. I'm just saying that yeah, he weird. wanted to be like immortal. Immortalized. It does. Basically. It, it does. I mean, Kobe would have been remembered forever, anyways. But it really does kind of immortalize you in some ways. Like, yeah. No, it you know, right? Like you're never gonna forget Kobe now, especially because he was cut down in like the prime of his life. Um, you know, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy that that's like a, something that he would talk about mm-hmm. frequently and then here it is. It's weird. But it, um, the, the story that I can't remember the reporter's name from ESPN about being the, uh, girl dad. Girl dad. Yeah. That was one of, that was one of the most powerful stories that I read. I read another one that was a little less advertised, um, but it was, uh, a doctor that was in Phoenix. Did you? I saw that one that? too. Yeah, that was um, awesome. That was one of my favorite ones. Basically, uh, a doctor in Phoenix um, was friend of a friend of a doctor that worked in California, and she had a child patient that was going to pass away. Like it wasn't really a fight thing. Um, it was just going to happen. And she said, you know, can, is there any way, I think his name name was Kobe. Yeah, Yeah. he was named Kobe. Um, He was asking this, she was asking this doctor friend in California, like, hey, is there any way to get something autographed for this boy? Um, Because Kobe was coming into town playing the Suns that weekend. Um, Word apparently got to Kobe. And after the game or the next day or something, he hopped in a limo, went to the hospital where the boy was staying um, and went up like a back staircase. He didn't want to go in the front door. He didn't want um, his PR people. He didn't want anybody to know about it. He went up and spent the day playing basketball with this kid. And I think he died like a week later, Um, but he apparently did this all the time to where he didn't want any of his press or anything like that to know that he was going and helping out these kids. And he did it to, in almost every city that he went to just un 
uh, can't think of the word, like not, not making a big deal about it. Um, whereas a lot of, a lot of players now and different athletes will go and they'll spend their days at the hospital, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Right. But he didn't want the recognition right. for it. He just wanted to make sure that these kids felt happy in this moment of sadness. And that story coming out of Phoenix. And then they talked to um, one of the people close in his party. And he said he did that in almost every city that he went went up a back staircase so that nobody knew he was there or anything like that and did these things for these kids. So I thought that was one of the great things that I heard. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, he, he granted over 200 wishes for Make-A-Wish yeah, um, in his time. And, uh, <laughs> and that story too, Andy, they mentioned that um, in that scenario, there was nothing that could be done, but they said after Kobe spent the day with the kid, he offered – he asked if it was a financial yeah. thing and offered to take care of everything if yep. it, if that was the issue and they they said unfortunately oh, really? yeah. unfortunately it's not it's just he had a he was too young to do the surgery that needed to be done to for whatever his right. you know condition was so but yeah it's just when you hear the things like that that's what makes it that's what makes it hit even harder because mm-hmm. Those are things that he was going to continue doing for the rest of his life. And I'm sure his family will find ways to to continue that on for him. But just having it be him, just you hear it all the time. Uh, The Pardon My Take episode about Kobe was pretty good. And Big Cat just talked about how you could feel the power of Kobe when you were in the room with him. Like it was just he basically had like people, a bunch of different people have said something along the lines of, he had his own gravitational pull. It was like he was <laughs> yeah. like his own planet. And it was just it was Kobe Bryant. We were in the presence of greatness. So we'll continue to honor his legacy in whatever way we can. We're having a bunch of wings tonight. I'm gonna try and eat twenty four <laughs> wings and honor You're gonna get so sick. Why don't you just eat eight? I'm gonna eat eight <laughs> I'm gonna eat eight tums beforehand and then crush twenty four wings for you, Code. I'll have two oh, tums boy. and eight wings. I also am gonna have two tums and eight yeah. wings. <laughs> no, I'll probably eat wow. a ton of wings. Mama mentality. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to win games, bro. <laughs> Trying to take everyone out in 90s trivia slash any other game that comes my way. It's going down. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. All right. Let's talk some Super Bowl a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about Kobe's favorite moments real quick. Okay. Oh, yeah. Duh. Duh. Um, Obviously, the one that comes to mind was the Matt Barnes uh, inbound where he doesn't flinch. Dude, that was just awesome. Big that's time. Like the best gif of a coat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just straight face, right? doesn't flinch. Someone debunked that a little bit because he was rocking back and forth. So when the ball's extended, it's not right, Dude, but it's still. Regardless. It's still. Don't want to it's hear still. It. If I somebody still did flinch. that a foot to your right, you would still either I'd you still would go flinch. like that. Yeah. It was badass. Exactly. Um, Imagine if he just let go of that ball and hit him right in the <laughs> Kobe's no- Kobe break his nose right in the face. <laughs> Matt Barnes might do that too yeah. at that point in his career he might have done it more than anyone else his the last game which they just played on ESPN yeah was that's awesome. what I was gonna say when he was just going off it was just such a fitting way and to go what, out his last game yeah, yeah, yeah. when he scored yeah, 60 he was dog shit in the first quarter he was oh awful, yeah awful, and then awful. dude the fourth quarter he was on fire he was hitting everything it was awesome i, I watched i remember live. watching that yeah, yeah. me too i remember we watching it like from halftime on 
because I heard that he was he was at like 30 or something at halftime or something like that. Well, it was crazy. He was at 50 with like a minute and 25 seconds yeah. left, and he scored so, 10 points in the last minute. Did you see how when he was at 59 and going for his the second Gordon Hayward throw, thing? Gordon he Hayward in. purposely awesome. stepped in the lane, and he, he won't claims, admit it, which he, he shouldn't. He claims he didn't do it on purpose. Right, but. and he never will, and he sh- and he shouldn't. But Italian you Mike him, Tarico says that. at the ref <laughs> and then step in the lane, so you know. Italian Mike says that, that it was on purpose. I don't buy it, Mike. It totally was. Not buying that. <laughs> um, that was super what, that, cool. That he's Italian or that he stepped in the lane? That he's Italian. Both. Both. <laughs> Just clarifying. Um, um, obviously, the 81-point game. Yeah, yeah, I was watching that game. live before it even was becoming a thing, and then I was like – I mean, I think that was before social media and everything, but I that was against, what, the Raptors? Yeah. I think, I think Jalen Rose was guarding him, who wasn't yeah. the best defender anyways. Trying to guard him. Trying to guard him and Kobe I think they scored on. like 112 points that game. Kobe had 81. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. Just scoring 80 points in a game is ridiculous. I love the uh, his last All Star game, the the LeBron Kobe showdown with Drake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, where Drake just ruins the photo. I love that. Yeah, I love the whole sequence. And then I saw the picture the next day, and I was like, God damn it, Drake! Can you just oh, sit down Drake. and let them have their moment? No, of course you can't. You have nothing to do with sports, dude. You guys Kobe remember when LeBron in the All Star game? When, go away! I don't even think it was that All Star when D Wade broke Kobe's nose in the All Star game, and then he had <laughs> yeah. to finish it off with a mask. Oh, I do remember that. Um, yes, I Jordan's do. Jordan's last All Star game. Jordan was dog shit at that point. They put him <laughs> in the All Star game just to have a send off. He hit a fadeaway from the like right block with like. 20 seconds left to give the East a two-point lead, and it was, like, going to be a send-off <laughs> for Jordan. And then Kobe gets the ball and goes down and hits a, hits a shot with, like, six seconds left. Completely ruined it. Completely ruined it. <laughs> yeah. the game for the, so that was, like, Hell the yeah, mama dude. mentality right there. Hell yeah. He didn't want to be one-up by old-ass Jordan when it was no, his league at the time. I saw one video, like, Kobe, like, fucked up his right shoulder or something like that, so he hit a turnaround lefty J with, like, 20 too. seconds left in the game. Turnaround like, lefty J. Sh- yeah, he throws it on lefty. It's a look- good-looking shot. It was, shot like, yeah, it was, like, a fa- like almost fadeaway. It, it was, was like, a like lean a back. It was, like, a floater. Remember yeah. D-Rose used to do a floater in the lane? Mm-hmm. It was almost kind of like, like a yeah, floater. Yeah, it was, like, almost. a floater. And, yeah, oh, he knocked man. that down lefty from, like, you know, 13 feet out or something. The other big one that jumps out is when he tore his Achilles and then hit the free throw. Hit the free throw, yeah. definitely. Yep. Just just insane. finished, hit both of them, and it was like it was like a tie game, or it mm-hmm. gave them the lead, I think. So it yeah. was, yeah, he's just he was awesome. So I had been before this happened. I've been looking on StockX, and I was going to get a pair of the what the Kobe's that I've wanted for a long time. Yeah, we shop and, my favorite Kobe shoes next, and then all of a sudden. They jumped to like two thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. It was re- like the amount of people cashing in on mm-hmm. Kobe's death is like, come on, man, dude. Kobe or Bryant has a pair of shoes out that are f- so awesome. It's a Kobe Bryant Kyrie Irving crossover. Uh, they're called what are they called? I don't know. It's Kobe Bryant, Kyrie Irving, and Bruce Lee. They're yellow shoes with like the Bruce Lee scratches on them. They're Awesome. Oh wow. Like oh, I did. I you guys those. remember the uh Adidas Kobe 2s? What what the Kobe's? Or no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, there was I do was remember those. Jimmy, look. Kobe the Adidas. Yeah, I tried getting those. You, these are the ones day. you're talking about? No, 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 no. No, no. I'm 
I'm what? talking about these are his Adidas. A, Jimmy, look at these no shoes. This is yes, RoboCop shit. Yes. Those yes. Like they were, moon they were a they, call, it's like RoboCop's shoes. Uh, Adidas the Kobe oh 2, God. I think. These are the ones I wanted, his, his Adidas ones. I'll show that's you the like, Nike ones in a second. That's like walking around in a Look at these ones. Adidas. White and yellow used on eBay right now for $3,300. So th- these are the ones I wanted. They're called Kobe the Stormtrooper. I I remember those ones, oh, those too. Sick. Those yeah, are these solid. Were, I love these. They these are RoboCop also. shoes. <laughs> Everyone yeah. just Google Adidas Kobe Bryant 2. That's all you need to know. Let me pull up the Kobe, Kyrie, Bruce Lee shoes. Everyone the Kobe, Kyrie, Bruce Lee, <laughs> Fung Chi. These are the sweetest shoes. They're called Kobe, Kobe, Kyrie 3, Mamba Mentality. Have you seen Kyrie's SpongeBob shoes? Yeah. Yes. Those are sick. Those are sick. So. Some of them. Um, hold on, hold on. Here we go, guys. Hold on, hold on. Before we move on. Oh. Oh. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, those yeah, those are pretty sick. Those are dope. Dude. So, For those at home, those are sick. You can't when you see have them, a you're when you have a chance, they're sick. If you want to cream have a your jeans like a professional, board, they're sick. Go back and look. So Kobe was a sneaker free agent in two thousand two, two thousand three, and part of his Probably buyout shoot is from out. from Adidas was he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't sign with a major shoe company for a year. So that whole season he wore. Player edition Jordans, Allen Iversons, and ones, and his his player edition shoes are like most of his player edition Jordan shoes are phenomenal. They're so with the gold and purple and black. They're so cool looking. That's awesome. That is sick, dude. You can get the Kobe Kyrie crossovers for one hundred sixteen dollars, so, ladies okay. and gentlemen. This is a it's little bit off bad. topic. It's not bad at all. What did we decide our new phrase for "Let's Go" was? Remember we talked oh, about that. Shit. Let's go? What? Remember, we were like, we need to think of a new phrase instead of being like, let's God go. damn it. And we forget like softball and we thought of something. Was it like boners or something like that? No. I thought it was boners. So that's not as good. There's uh, probably a lot of hype in the moment. Boner but. is a. <laughs> Jimmy, you were the one boner who started one this conversation. I expect you to remember what we came up with. I'm thinking, but I'm also looking at I do not Kobe remember Jordan it. Player edition shoes, so I'm distracted. Sorry distracted. to throw that off topic. Um, all right, do we want to talk Super did, Bowl? Did I yeah. write it down? You guys oh, hold on, hold on, Let me check. hold on. Did you guys I guess, see? I guess we could just check the audio. Breaking development in the last few days. Dunkaroos yeah. has started an Instagram and a Twitter page in the Uh-oh. last two days. Coming back. Three days. Stop Uh-oh. it. Dunkaroos Stop has it. started an Instagram and Twitter page in the last few days. Dunkaroos don't say it if you don't back. mean it. I'm almost positive we're seeing a Dunkaroos commercial tomorrow in the Super Bowl. Gotta be. Today is, yeah, tomorrow. And, today's Saturday. <laughs> and it's already verified. Yeah. It's Damn. already verified. They have Dunkaroos. one post. They have one post. This is That's it. the only fucking post they need, isn't it? That's Dunk- the only post they need. Aroos. I'm kind of convinced that snacks in the 90s, like the most delicious snacks, like because things were probably so unregulated, like it was so unregulated, cockroach yeah. so legs. bad. Like, <laughs> Which is fine. Those cockroach legs tasted Dude, damn I'm good. You, like the yeah. And pound the- for pound, that's some of the best protein you can get. There it is, dude. It's, <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, dude. It's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to mash facts, up and liquefy right? cockroach eggs and legs. We're going to sprinkle some sugar on there. We're going to throw in some cookies from China. These kids are going to eat them up. 
I also cookies from China. I also yeah. wanted to bring up this story that I saw the other day because I thought it was funny. The title is Facebook refused to remove a business page dedicated to a woman's butthole. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but, that's all right. Here, I'll just read it. BuzzFeed yesterday published an What's article the about business. A, um, I'll get there. Okay. Buzz, BuzzFeed yesterday published an article about a woman who'd spent the past five years trying to get Facebook to take down a business page dedicated to her butthole. She was told several times the page didn't violate the social network's community standards, but shortly after BuzzFeed ran the story, the page was removed. The business page titled Samantha Ray Anna Jesperson's Butthole <laughs> appears to have been auto-generated in 2012. It's unclear exactly what the criteria for these pages, but it's likely the page is created when someone abused the check-in feature of the platform. So someone probably had anal with this chick and checked in her butthole on Facebook, <laughs> and then it auto-created a page for Holy it. shit. That's awesome. Okay, that's oh, it. Shit. The unofficial, or uh, let's see, the page itself had following statement before facebook removed it the this unofficial page is created because people on facebook have shown interest in this place or business it's not affiliated or endorsed by anyone associated with samantha ray and a jesperson's butthole oh my god so yeah that, that sounds like a chick that dudes run train on and check in on facebook so there's a company <laughs> that will make a box of chocolates and each Individual chocolate is a yep, molding of your like lover's b-hole. Yeah, edible anus. Yep, it's a real thing. So this girl <laughs> probably has like fifty boxes. She just munches her own ass all day. <laughs> Should we get edible anuses, guys? Uh, <laughs> how would that work, Andy? Uh, <laughs> uh, Andy's like, I've ordered it before. Ah, uh, it's weird. I'm how would thinking- that work? Though? Just I'm thinking like bachelorette parties have penis straws and everything like that. We just, just have now for bachelor parties, it's just going to be edible anuses everywhere. Edible, edible booty holes. All right. God damn. Whew. Sorry to throw everything off track. Let's talk about the Super Bowl <laughs> instead of that super hole. Am I right? <laughs> that was professional. That's how that's right. Um, all right. Tomorrow, well, today, but I'll probably post this Sunday. So today, the game will be played later today. Chiefs, Niners, we've had the buildup. What do we think, gentlemen? Who's going to win? Who's going to win or who do we want to win? Either yeah, or, whatever. because I'm split. I want the Chiefs to win. All. I have now switched my thought, and I think the 49ers are going to win. I want the Chiefs to win, think the Chiefs will win. I think the Chiefs will win. I kind of want the Niners to win. Really? There's some symmetry there. I was born Super Bowl Sunday, 1990. The Niners won the Super Bowl. Boo! My 30th birthday was the other day. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> Boo! Fuck this guy. <laughs> I I don't Boo this think, man. think I the Chiefs Boo are going to win. Man. That the Chief or that the Niners are going to be able to stop Mahomes. I don't know who's gonna keep up with Tyreek Hill in that or in that uh, defensive backfield because it's certainly not Richard Sherman. I don't know who's gonna right. guard Travis Kelsey, and I just don't see Mahomes being held see, below three hundred yards and three tutties. I just I think see it. I think the 49ers D line 
is going to really give uh, the Chiefs problems because at they play their best when the run is not as big of a threat. Um, and the Chiefs run game is right now not a big threat. Um, Damian Williams has been pretty much bottled up the last few games, even though he had a pretty good year. Um, and I do think Mahomes can carve up their zone defense, but I think the D-line is going to get to Mahomes a lot. He's going to be on the move, which granted he is very good on the move, but I think I think the D-line is going to be a huge problem for the Chiefs offensive line. Fair argument. Should we st- should I stick with my theory of who I root for loses so I should take the opposite <laughs> team? Probably. All right. Worked last time. <laughs> it did work real well last time. But I guess I'll take the Niners, but here's the thing. I can't do it. I want the Chiefs to win. I I just think that the Chiefs have everything they need to beat any team. And it and it's not a knock against the Niners cuz they've been solid all year, but Mahomes just brings so much to the table. And I just think I think early the run game is going to be an issue for the Niners and they're not going to be able to be soft in coverage. And I think eventually they're going to have to start playing that and then Mahomes will pick them apart. And I think that sh- that might be their early game plan. I think if that game plan falls apart, then Mahomes has what he needs in terms of weapons to start putting points up in bunches, which they've done. It's just, I the, don't know. Lately the- it's been... Go ahead. The biggest problem is going to be if Kansas City jumps out to a 10 or 14 point lead because then the 49ers are going to have to play man and they're yes. not a good man defense team. No, and that's that so how how you neutralize that defensive line? Quick passes, draws, design RPOs. QB runs, mm-hmm. RPOs. I I do agree with you Andy. I I I think I I'd be willing to bet Patrick Mahomes gets sacked at least four times. However, I don't think that's going to slow them down enough. I do not see anybody in that secondary or linebackers able to keep up with the speed that Kansas City has, both at wide receiver and at tight end. Well, that's why I that's why zone will be combats close. zone combats speed. Cor- no, correct. But if they have I feel like those guys are so fast that. They can they'll run be able past to be, anyone. Yes, they'll be able to 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 get. Here's to the, what's going to happen, guys. Open spots in the zone before they can get there, and I think Mahomes is going to go nuts. Here's what's going to happen: first quarter, twenty-one-seven Chiefs. Yes. Second quarter, thirty-one-seventeen Chiefs. <laughs> Third quarter, forty-one-twenty-seven Chiefs. <laughs> Fourth quarter, fifty-one-thirty-seven Chiefs. Super Bowl champions. We That's cash all in. That on twenty-seven grounds, <laughs> which I can't tell you from whom or why, but just so you know, the Woo Boys will be in the house. Yes, sir. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> Jim, Flare Boys. Flare Boys. My bad. We still have girls. That Flare yet, Boys. So yeah, hurry up. Patent pending. Patent pending. Urban Dictionary. We had a whole segment. Dude. Shout it okay, out to you Sean, for, for years on. He this didn't show write it down either, but I Sean's. Know. Sean's definition was amazing for Flare Boys. I he even had a it. he had a su- a, a sub word within the definition <laughs> when but they I get it. Isn't this also several... recorded somewhere that we can just look it up? Yeah, 
I don't know what the definition was. It was something along the lines of when several flare boys get together and woo. It's called a woo ha ha. <laughs> I don't know how it didn't get published. It had everything. It was perfect. The that definition was I don't know like I, I saw that and I was like, this is gonna get upvoted. Someone at Urban day. Dictionary isn't doing their job. If flare boys and woo girls is, is on there, so it's like right. it already exists. It's Dude. it's within the same family. Flare boys. Yeah, we'll work on that. We'll get there. But you know what? Here's the thing. Back to the Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes is the 31st quarterback in sacks taken, so he doesn't get sacked often. And I'm not saying the Niners' D-line can't get after it, but I think they're going to have trouble. I think they're going to have a lot harder time th- than they expected with Pat Mahomes because he he can get loose, he can cause havoc, he can run the ball if necessary, and obviously he can throw moving any direction with any kind of pressure on him. I don't know. They And the KC defense is totally underrated. They've been – in the last, like, seven weeks – of the regular season, I think even including the playoffs, they've been top five against the pass. They shut down Derrick Henry, you know, comparatively to his previous three, four weeks. So, well, I'm glad you mentioned that because the narrative for this game is the high-powered Chiefs offense versus the vaunted Niners defense. But the Niners scored more points per game than the Chiefs did this year on offense, and the Chiefs defense let up less points per game than that. <laughs> Isn't that weird? So it's Isn't that, it's kind of strange right. how it. But um, like the Niners had a, a a handful of games this year where their defense just kind of got shredded, and they gave up like yeah. forty points. So they're still getting after the quarterback, all those things. But the it could be a recipe for disaster for them because a guy like Mahomes, we've seen it in the playoffs in subsequent subsequent weeks. He gets down by the, the subsequent. Did I say that wrong twice? Yes, yes you did. did. You sure did. God damn, we're just gonna let it go. Watch it a third time. Too. You guys should have just said it, so I didn't get halfway through the other. Second. It was too funny oh, to let you keep going. Subsequent weeks, <laughs> he fell down by double digit points and led comebacks, massive comebacks in short periods of time. It's all of a sudden they were winning. Yep, subsequent. Yep. Right, and the keyword isn't better. even subsequent; it's come back. So yep. don't worry about it, Pat. Yeah, there, there's come up. He comes on her back in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Anywho, I think the Chiefs are going to win, though. I just think this is Andy Reid's year. Mahomes, let's go. He's going to continue to build his legacy. If, if, if they I win, he'll so. be the first player in NFL history under 25 to have an MVP in a Super Bowl. I have another team. Really? Too, yeah. So. Okay. Favre did it when he was 27. That's the that's the youngest. That's crazy. Ever do it. That's the youngest. Well, Ben Ben Roethlisberger's youngest to ever win a Super Bowl at 24. He never won an MVP though. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. So mm-hmm. he'll be the second youngest Super Bowl so, winner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jimmy, I've been calling Andy Reid the barbecue walrus for the better half of a, a week. So I think we could easily make <laughs> the better part of a week. <laughs> the better part of a week. All right. So I think we could easily make barbecue walrus t-shirts and it could say Casey Masterpiece across the top. <laughs> oh, I wanted to do I that tried. Is brilliant. I, I tried. I want to get a picture of Andy Reid. There's that picture of him in his Hawaiian shirt eating on, Which uh, one? with Guy Fieri. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I was very specific. That's classic right there, barbecue. So here's the, but his face <laughs> is barbecue. His uniform, face dude. is pretty clean. I want to get that with some sauce imposed dude. on his face, and then just put Dirty Andy underneath. <laughs> Sell that. That's how we'll launch the Dirty Andy campaign. Dude, another one. Some right, sauce imposed on his face. Ben, if 
you're listening, we need some saucy Andy Reid face. Andy, yeah, it's also a year to the date <laughs> since we took our softball pictures from last year, Benjamin, and we're still waiting on them. Is he going to be there tonight? Is he going to be at the party? TBD. TBD. Know. Maybe yeah. put some pressure on him. Kira but has a Kira TBD, has a TBD because he knows I'm coming and he knows I'm going to ask him. That's why. <laughs> Quick shout out to Ben, by the way. We played some duos this morning. Uh, we got in some intense situations in which Ben died. I killed four people and then rebooted him. Ooh. Only for him to go hide in a building <laughs> while I get attacked by two people double ramped. And then oh, my Lord. reboot card died, so I was just dead watching him stand still for twelve no, not twelve. It was probably like seven minutes afterwards. Only for Kira to pick up the controller and just continually talk about how she wants to grab the rod. I want to grab that rod. Why can't I grab that rod? Talking about the fishing pole. <laughs> I got scared for a second. And then I was like, Ben, give her the rod, dude. She wants the rod. And then I, I was dead. And then Ben died. Shout out, Ben. Where are those Shout damn photos? Ben, that's sick, ben. dude. I love you, Ben. I make fun of you because I love you. Because I want to see those that, damn photos. That is, as we call it in the business... Classic Ben. <laughs> no one calls it that except us, but we're in the business. So, um, all right. Do we want to make predictions then? Actual like, I'm going fifty-one thirty-seven Chiefs. Woo! I'm going forty-one thirty-seven Chiefs. Nice. Twenty-one. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> twenty-one thirty-seven Niners. Oh, okay. Give me 31-17 Chiefs. Boom. All right, All perfect. Right. Love it. Any one of those outcomes would be acceptable would be with me. Fantastic. <laughs> so no let's bias in those go numbers. those results. Go those numbers. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. If you don't already, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Rose. At Dunkaroos, I mean. <laughs> Follow Dunkaroos, though, too, because they're coming back. Um, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you do, leave us a review. That'd be cool of you. Um, you can find our podcast also at brosethatalk.podbean.com. For Jimmy, Sean, and Andy, this is Pat. Later, dudes. Peace. See ya. At Dunkaroos, hashtag legs and eggs. What? All right. Latest <laughs> on the men, Jay. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs>